Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Hi, welcome back. Today, we'd like to welcome Kent Ballmer to our show. I've known Kent for a number of years. Um, He and my brother became friends in school, so he was hanging around at my house sometimes uh, (laughs) when I was younger. Kennedy and I also had the opportunity to spend time with Kent and one of his daughters when we went on a mission trip to Cuba back in 2013. Yeah, so Kent is a software developer who has worked in software for the past 30 years, even spending about 10 years of that time as a partner in his own company. He is a husband and a dad to three grown children. He and his wife were previously involved in running a charity called Burning Bush Ministries, where they ran programs for youth, music events, and prison prison visitations. In the past 15 years or so, Kent and his wife have been hosting weekly Bible studies in their home as well. In his spare time, Kent enjoys playing both the bass and the banjo, writing his thoughts on biblical topics that he shares via the internet, and he volunteers a lot of time supporting the Writers' Federation of New Brunswick because his wife is the executive director there. Kent also spends time sketching and coming up with scripts for his animations. Yeah, you heard me right. Kent is the creator of The Coffee Cafe, an animated cartoon strip which can be found on YouTube under the channel of Code Poet Media. Yeah, so it looks like we've got a lot to talk about in this episode. So without further ado, here's Kent. Hi, Kent. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for agreeing to chat with us today. Um, Naturally so, being the Imperfect Podcast, uh, we started off our meeting with Kent with some technology issues. (laughs) Um, Mom looked like she was having a dance party uh, with the way her screen was going with things, so we had to... It was really cool. Yeah, (laughs) so we had to uh, (laughs) improvise, so here we are. That's why Mom might look a little bit um, in a different position today, but uh, we're just going to roll with it, so... um, Why don't you start by telling us and all of our listeners, who is Kent and what's your story? What do you do in your spare time? What are your interests? Things like that. Yeah, Kent is a software developer by day. Um, So as you see me here in in my office, this is how the world perceives me when I get on my calls. And uh, so I've been working from home for the last 10, 11 years now going on. So yeah, I was uh, I was ahead of the curve with everybody working from home. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess so. So, what do you do besides your job? What do you do in your spare time? I see some instruments in the background, things like that. Yeah, yeah, I always get questions about that. I never blur my background, so uh, it gives <laughs> people something to talk about when I get on a a, a call. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I play the bass here and the banjo I have guitars and all kinds of other instruments that you can't see behind there either so I I have a bit of a problem uh (laughs) with collecting these things and uh and and my wife tries to rein those in but um (laughs) I I still have too many so more more than I know how to play so put it that way that's okay though there's worse habits (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. You tell us a little bit, Kent, about uh, your animation that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I started doing um, a an animation going back a few years now. Uh, it's that uh, that I called the Coffee Cafe, and I came up with the name. Uh, just trying to think of something original that would work in Moncton. Uh, you know that 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 translated well. You know, um, and uh, come to find out that that name is used all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a coffee cafe in Halifax, so uh, oh no way! I haven't been yet, but uh, that's that's on my bucket list. Sounds like a a business proposition there, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> Little synergy working. Yeah, yeah. Do some animation for these guys. Yeah. 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 Well, I was just gonna say we we do have a couple of Ken's uh, pieces of animation as well, and we'll show that a little bit later too. But uh, yeah, the initial thing that got Mum and I interested and wanted to reach out to you is we know that not just you, but your whole family is super creative minds, and you you guys are great at really putting it into practice. Like because I know that your daughter Sophie also has an Instagram where she posts all of her drawings. Robin is doing um, the videography, things like that. And uh, your wife is also doing some, it's writing stories, right? Yeah, she's a writer, yeah. Yeah. Yes, so they're all way better than me now. So I started <laughs> off drawing with them when they're young and shooting videos and stuff. So Robin is does beautiful videos. Sophie's a much better artist than I will ever be. She draws because she draws more, right? So that's mm. that's what it takes. And uh, and What's Caleb, Caleb, Caleb I was gonna say, Caleb. well, he's studying software development, so you no know way. that tra that trajectory is uh, kind of set. I think that uh, he'll surpass me there in the next few years. So, <laughs> yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, I actually went back today on some of our memories from uh, the mission trip that we went on and. <laughs> look through your uh, sketches that you did along the journey. <laughs> that was kind of neat to look back on. So um, I don't know how anybody could be better than that. I mean, I draw stick figures and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that was fun on that trip because I didn't, I could speak Spanish and it was fun to be there with you guys. We went with a whole bunch of teens and a few, a few adults, Kathy mm -hmm. and me and a few others. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I took my drawing pad with me and I ended up when I ran into kids or things like that, I would just sit down with them and we'd both draw on the same page. And that was just because I, I couldn't speak to them. So but it was a way of connecting with them. And that worked a lot better than I thought it would. I, yeah. I, had, I hadn't imagined doing that going down. But that was. Uh, yeah. So it was kind of it was kind of neat that, uh, that that was it was a way to to, to loop in with them a little bit. and. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what what gave you the idea of doing the uh, coffee cafe to begin with? I, I'd originally, um, I guess, I'd started out. It was we wanted to do a project uh, that uh, that was about New Brunswick. That was kind of local. You look at animations and stuff like that. Everybody tries to hit something that you know could be relevant to everybody in the U.S. and Canada. And, um, general topical appeal but uh we wanted to do something that was just uh local of local interest because there's not a lot uh of that mm -hmm. um so i had originally written scripts that were live action um oh. 
you know, like a web series kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was just too far out of reach to do, you know, get actors and, and the film crew and stuff like that. It just seemed like the project was just too, too big to really get started. So uh, yeah, I just started tinkering around with doing it as an animation and then started writing scripts in that direction. So mm-hmm. yeah. And the, the, <laughs> I watched a few of them today. Um, you certainly accomplished your, your local maritime vibe there. <laughs> <laughs> that comes to mind I don't even know what episode it was in but um you were talking about the do or French kids better at math oh yeah <laughs> the the joke about oh yeah of course they are they don't want us to know all their little math secrets that's why they have to go on a separate school bus so. <laughs> that was very topical at the time that may be a little dated now but that that was a that was a question around New Brunswick the French and English kids were driving different school buses right yeah and uh yeah that was actually the first one that I did just as a, a test to see if I could even finish something like that Mm-hmm. and uh so yeah i think that one's just a minute long and it's one little gag and uh yeah, yeah. so but uh I, I did that and then we started doing some longer ones and mm-hmm. i saw uh, recently as well you have started to pull in different people as voice actors as well right and i noticed yeah. um you got carter to work in collaboration <laughs> with you for one thing i'm not so sure what that was about but i saw a quick video on it yeah, yeah, I love Carter. So uh we do so, yeah. <laughs> well you have to. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> we uh the latest one that we, that was the latest one that we did, and so we recorded that uh I'm gonna say yeah, that was uh 2020 we recorded that. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so we had Carter over and he did some photography for us and uh and some audio because he's into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, and that one we had Emma Rudy doing the voices. And typically we get together in the same room around a microphone and we do it. But this was the first one. She was in in PEI in Charlottetown and she was working. She was uh, she's the actress that was performing Anne at the Confederation Center (laughs) there for a few years. Um, Yeah. And so I I just on spec called you know, sent her a message saying, you know, would you like the voice? I had this idea for a script and would you be interested in that? And that's kind of how I approach it. Like I've done, I've done three with local personalities. The the first one I did was with, uh, was with Travis Furlong, who's a local musician. uh, He's a friend of mine. Yeah. He's a friend of mine. So I thought, you know, I'll start with somebody who will have a hard time saying no to me. And (laughs) And uh, that's so why Luke, we talk to you. Yeah, that's why we talk to you. It's a good strategy, I'm telling you. <laughs> and uh, uh, so he said yes, and that went really well, and it was fun, and it it kind of looped in people that he knew and stuff. Right. And uh, yeah, so so yeah, I just tried to continue with that. So we did one with the the radio guys, uh, Scotty and Tony. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was that was really fun. They're really funny, and uh, yeah. so we had a blast recording that. It was probably the best. Uh, recording session that we've done and uh, yeah and that one we we were nominated um, well not we were selected for a few film festivals with that one because I just kind of pitched it out on spec and and uh, and Charlotte the Charlottetown Film Festival picked us up so that's that's kind of what made me think I had this script and 
that you know I've got always got half a dozen scripts just written you know I don't know if I'm ever going to do them or not but uh, just had that one that with that uh, charlottetown uh, hook in it so I thought well gee, I should see if I could do this one now that yeah. this film festival's picked me up so, so that was cool. kind of why I went in that direction with it but yeah. yeah and like you were saying too all it takes is a connection to someone yeah. um and even we've started to experience that too just with talking with people and you know that's all it takes is one little chat with someone and hey I know someone and then you just build from there so that's kind of cool get a little uh, momentum going with it yeah 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 and what's it hurt to ask too right so it's that's like you right. said you just kind of threw it out there to Emma and she agreed and you guys went with it so yeah um we also just wanted to know um, beyond, I mean, you live life differently with animation and everything. Not everyone can say that they do animation um, because even like you were saying that one minute video, I'm sure a lot of work went into that one minute video. <laughs> all of the mouth movements and recordings and all that sort of thing. I'm sure we don't even, we can't even begin to imagine, but how else do you live life differently? I know that you're part of the worship team at mm -hmm. the Glad Tidings Church, um, things like that. Um, what other sort of things do you do that maybe an ordinary person wouldn't no. say that they do? <laughs> an ordinary person. Uh yeah well, we are imperfect here you know yeah well it's true I, i'm in the right room that's for sure um yeah i uh most of the stuff i do is right here like uh so even the volunteer things i do with the writers federation or things like that i end up sitting at my desk for a lot of that because that's where my skills are right so mm -hmm. i probably spend uh an inordinate amount of time here in my office <laughs> and uh but yeah outside of that uh uh, and and I do have to push myself sometimes to to step away. Um, is uh, is I do play like on the worship team, so I like to play music. That's fun. I don't. I always found there's in my experience there's two types of musicians. There's musicians that like to practice, and there's musicians that like to perform. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of the the practice side where we we just kind of enjoy getting together and playing and, and yeah. rehearsing the song, and then oh yeah, I guess we got to do this in front of people too. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, uh, and then there's the other guys who don't care about practicing anyway. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more of the, the first type of musician. Um, I, it wouldn't bother me if I never performed in front of people. You just love uh, to do it. You do it. To that's do right. It. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Right. Yeah. yeah and, my boyfriend's the same way when he, uh, plays, uh, he plays electric guitar and, uh, he loves it, but he's, uh camera stage shy pick one he, he'd just much rather do it for himself than anyone else so yeah there you go see it holds up yeah yeah <laughs> um what's that mom i was gonna ask you kennedy did you want to go through uh the content that kent gave you or do you wanna... yeah absolutely we can do that right now um okay. so i'm just gonna Let's share do it my i screen. sent these to kennedy last minute everybody so <laughs> we're gonna try I, our best i'm yeah. probably to blame for all the technical stuff gosh no <laughs> i'll take the blame for it. it's okay <laughs> all right there we go yeah all look right at this. Look so at this. uh for people who are watching on video um obviously you can see <laughs> but um for those that are just listening to audio um i'll just get kent to explain what's going on in the picture what the purpose is things like that just so that those that are just listening can kind of get a feel for it as well yeah sure i was in high school this is this is my first published cartoon 
ever. I wanted to be a cartoonist when I was mm-hmm. uh, when I was young. And, no uh, way, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I had heroes like uh, you know uh, Hank Ketchum and does doing Dennis the Menace and and uh, Johnny Hart and guys like that and these all these syndicated cartoonists and I thought that's that's for me that's what I want to do. Um, and so what you're looking at here is the first cartoon that I ever had published, and uh, that's October 12, 1988. Wow! Going back a few years. So this, this is in the is, newspaper. This is in this is in a, a, a local Salisbury Petticodiac, New Brunswick. Oh no way! Uh, really cool. Uh, publication. It was a weekly publication called Positive Impact, mm. and they gave me my first publication mm. of of a cartoon. And, Very cool. Uh, yeah it's That's pretty big yeah <laughs> i was yeah. very excited the day that uh, that i saw that in print and uh yeah yeah i think that's a special time for for any artist um, it's it's cool that you still have <clears throat> excuse me you still have that as well too like that's something that could easily be lost in papers obviously but it's cool that you've held on to that all these years in my piles of things yes <laughs> <laughs> so this next one here so what you're looking at here, so years later, um, I, I'm, I'm past working for myself here. And so I, I had a bit of a, uh, a a downward turn in my career, I guess, uh, leaving my own company. And uh, and I landed in, in an office uh, in the hospital here in Moncton uh, doing IT stuff. And so this this series of cartoons here, it actually happened to me so uh okay. that's that's the claim to fame here this is when when i kind of uh took a downward career turn and i i turned uh back to drawing i'd kind of stopped drawing for a few years and uh so i turned back to it here uh just to kind of get out some of uh at least put a comedic spin on some of the things i was going through uh professionally so uh yeah this is from my web series pastor kenny and uh, so the the gist of this is it's a it's a I was I was never a pastor so uh, it's <laughs> not autobiographical in that sense but uh, uh, yeah so his story is that uh, he he's through pastoring he uh, went through two churches and it just didn't work out and so now he's he's working uh, in an office now just uh, trying to get by and so um, yeah so in this in this cartoon he's just being showed around and uh and just trying not to act disappointed about how uh how bad his workspace is going to be <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so you can see in the last panel there oh, where, where it says no that's fine it says uh, we're a little short on cubes right now we'll set you up on this table next to the office printer and he's very <laughs> he feigns excitement but that's actually where i sat at that job i, I was on a table uh, out in the open with no cube cubicle walls so uh, uh, <laughs> well it's a positive outlook to make a, yeah. a, a comedic spin on it right <laughs> it's yeah. kind of cool to see your stuff now as well because I'm seeing at the bottom like 2011 2012 it's kind of neat right. because your style has changed in some ways but has stayed consistent in others too which is kind of cool yeah and I find art goes like that like uh like you, you learn to steal little bits. You you get inspired from other artists, and and you take what you like, and yeah. and that's kind of always how I approached it. I was just more of an analytical kind of artist, and 
you know, the first person I, I, I took ideas from was my sister, Tina, who's a really good artist. Um, and, uh, and so when we were kids and I would kind of try and draw the way she does, and now I copy Sophie, so. <laughs> <laughs> How the tables have turned, huh? That's right. Yeah, that copied my daughter instead of my sister. <laughs> so yeah. these ones are just um, other different, like, little excerpts from yeah. the similar story? The similar story. So he's going to work and, like, you know, Lord, what am I doing here? And and then the next frame, it says, you know, the, the recycling guy's here soon. Can you make sure all the the paper in the bin has no staples. So that's what you're doing here. <laughs> you're doing this terrible job. That's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then these scenes down below. So uh, a guy approaching him where he's sitting next to the, the printer and uh, and he, he's just a, kind of one of those loud co-workers. <laughs> and you're stuck and next the, to the printer right? yeah, yeah you're stuck yeah. so it's just the traffic all the time next to him and uh and he's like you know don't worry i, I won't let people bug you all the time while he's bugging them and <laughs> uh, and then the next person comes up and starts the same conversation all over again so all right just, right just yeah. multiply that times a million <laughs> <laughs> yeah Good though, for for you kind of have the seinfeld concept going right <laughs> <laughs> It's no, hard. but I mean, I mean that that it's real life stuff, but you've turned right, it, yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> yes, and and I, you know, my hats off to you guys for doing your podcast consistently. That's what I couldn't do with this. It was uh, I, I found it uh, with you know the rest of life going on. I, I couldn't get them out like it. Most of these guys doing web comics will do you know two or three a week and stuff. And I just found that too difficult. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I was it's just opportunistic. As, yeah, well, it's not all as uh, perfect as it seems on the front. Right. Uh, it takes Let's a lot of work. Last year, last week, when we got together to record, we didn't record. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. so it awesome. happens. Life happens. I, it I is hard it. to stay consistent. And, so. and I found that the hardest thing. But uh, and it's hard to tell a story in three panels. I, I thought. That, you know you read comics and you think well yeah that's that's pretty easy that's only three drawings and but uh you have to kind of have a, a beginning middle and end and all these things too and it's so right. uh the the writing is the real thing right right <laughs> as i found out yeah doing this but yeah so um so, was there anything you wanted to say on this next one here or did you want to move on to the next one because it's similar to you were saying as well it's similar kind yeah. of story that's a continuation of the story. And so I guess the last one there is just uh, kind of tells the story of his life there. And that kind of sums up uh, the whole cartoon, uh, you know, oh. where you have Pastor Kenny at 20 and, and God's on the move. And I want to make I want to be right in the middle of what he's doing. And then at 30, you know, the, the standards go down a little bit. I want God to use me in a positive way in the lives of those around me. And then at 40s, just I really would just like some walls for my cubicle. <laughs> So that, that's kind ask. of the, the thesis of the whole cartoon in, in that yeah. one. Really comic. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so did you want to speak a bit on this slide as well? Yeah, sure. So after uh, I did those web comics, um, I ended up, my my wife had written some stories and, uh, and we'd put together a couple books. And so uh, the first one we did was Please Let Me In. And uh, that was... Uh, a story that we the the writing process is 
takes a takes a while, and uh, especially to get it good and to get it right. And I think we did that with Please Let Me. I really like that story, and it Please Let Me In really kind of um, is the same thesis as your podcast. Uh, it uh, it's it's about thriving just in your own uniqueness and mm -hmm. and just uh, not worrying about getting into a certain space or or with a certain crowd or things like that you know and there's there's this idea that there's a perfection or something to be attained and all that and mm -hmm. uh yeah so that's kind of what that one was about and i guess what spurred that on was she was uh just having trouble getting into the writing industry and uh, like like in the publishing industry mm -hmm. and um so we had uh uh the the book really kind of came out of just joking around about it and 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 thinking up of of funny issues and stories about about that and so uh the book spawned out of that and so we just self-published that kind of true to the theme of it so so cool yeah yeah and then brussels sprouts we did that uh we did that one after and uh it was, uh, that was a story that she had published uh, a while before that book. And we just decided to make a little book out of it. And it's, I really like that one. It's nice. Cool. It's fun. Cute. Cute little story. And this last uh, slide here. Yeah. So these ones, this is, uh, this is where we get into the animation. So from those books, I did, for the Brussels sprouts, I ended up doing like a little 45 second animation just to promote the book mm. and uh and thought well that was kind of fun and so um that's when i uh was kicking around the idea for the new brunswick story and thought um i'll try this minute long animation that we talked about um and so from there we started working on another one uh so there's i think we, we've done five so far from the coffee cafe and uh, so there's one not represented. The first one we did was about Seniors Day. And uh, I think that's the one I saw for the very first time. I think that's okay. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was a long one. Like that was nine minutes long. And I discovered after that one, they need to be shorter than that. Yeah. <laughs> it just took me too long to do. Yeah. So in, in the middle of that, uh, we so that was around 2017, we were coming up uh, to Canada's uh, 150 anniversary. And uh, so um we'd always wanted to do something we'd we'd own that when uh, you mentioned burning bush ministries uh so there's a house out in dorchester that we lived uh close to that uh that uh, we ran a ministry out of and uh, it was the house uh was owned by albert smith who was um he's a historical figure in new brunswick he was uh one of the people who opposed confederation he was premier of the province for a while mm. and uh, so we lived in a house that he had built and so it was we we were kind of aware of his history and his role in new brunswick history and and in confederation and we'd always kind of want to do a little project around him and so we'd written plays and different iterations of of uh, of a story around him and so uh uh, we landed on doing this animation. So I kind of dropped the coffee cafe for a bit and we did this 20 minute animation took forever um, on Albert Smith and, and uh, his role in Confederation. So that was, mm -hmm. uh, that was kind of the first big one that we did. Really neat. Yeah. 
And then the other ones that you see there, you see in the top, uh, in the top left. Uh, that must be Travis. That's Travis for yeah. along with the red hat. So the red hat figures into the whole story. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then we have Scotty and Tony on the on the top right. Right. Um, and uh, and then Emma as Emma Rudy as Anne down there below on the bottom left. Yeah super cool yeah, yeah really as fun. you were talking i put two and two together with that was like oh yeah there's travis oh scotty and tony oh Emma. okay there we go that makes sense yeah all falls into place yeah, yeah. so uh i guess we want to know uh what does kent want to be when he grows up oh my goodness <laughs> i've given up right. <laughs> growing up <laughs> i'm done um yeah, we, you know, our, our dream for Rhonda and I, we just, you know, if, if, uh, if all the bills were paid and, you know, the, the bank account was full of money, we would just keep doing this stuff. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's fun. You know, we would write books and we would just be able to do them faster. That's all. That's <laughs> jobs just get in the way. It does. What you really want to do. Right. So yeah, it really does. Yeah. So, that would be fun. Yeah. That's go ahead. That's the dream. Yeah. I'll finish yeah. the sentence. That's it. <laughs> well, um, I want to know more about your dream. I want to know what keeps you going. Oh, what keeps me going? Um, I just keep waking up every day. I don't know. That's uh... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's better than I the alternative, up, right? <laughs> I get up and yeah. do it again, I guess. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, a, a lot of... A lot of these stories, a lot of the scripts that that you kind of have in the backlog are are just. I think it's a lot like you guys. Like I, I listen to your background on on your podcast. It's just joking around with your family, or you know that oh that would be a funny episode, and and mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of them are born out of that. Yeah. Just uh, just silly stuff going on in your life, and and you wrap a story around it. So, um, mm -hmm. I I and I think that's that's the most that's where i have the most fun really is is just joking around with the with the kids or or the rest of my family and and uh and yeah and and little little seedlings like that will pop up and uh and you can kind of make something out of them it's fun yeah um we do we ask the big question at the end um what makes you imperfect oh you're terrible i know i, I watched your other podcast <laughs> and, and got to that like before you guys asked me to do this i was like i don't They're know gonna ask to me answer that. That. Yeah. yeah like i wasn't even thinking i was like i don't know how i'd answer that like that's a hard <laughs> question and then just listen to the person oh that's pretty good yeah yeah but, uh, thought and i'd never anyway um I'm everything. Same though. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm same. In, you know, there's, I think, uh, I think it's a real, I think the question implies, you know, what makes you imperfect that if we, if we wanted to try to be perfect, you'd just be complete in yourself. Right. Right. That, uh, that you wouldn't need anybody outside cause you're perfect. You've got it all. And, uh, I think that's probably, um, that's one of the things that I've learned over the years is that we do need other people. You need, mm -hmm. that's the reason all those people are around you for is because you need them. Right. So right. Um, that's uh, I think that's what makes me imperfect is, is really everything. And the fact that I have to keep reminding myself of that, because I don't even do that perfectly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to, uh, I, I catch myself thinking, ah, oh, you know, 
uh, I can be pretty hard on myself, I think. And, and, uh, you know, like it, we did one book and I'm not, I'm not really happy with the drawings and the, and, uh, we're so hard on ourselves, yeah. you know, and I can, I, I still catch myself doing that, even though, um, you know, I've at least learned to try new things and, and, uh, you know, pick up a new thing or, or step out and, and just try something new. Uh, I still have to push myself to do that because I'm worried about, uh, you know, uh, not, there's a million other people doing that way better than I do yeah. already. And that, it's you know, that's true. always going to be true. There's a million people doing nicer books and doing You're nicer preaching the choir. Yeah. So, like, why do, why I, do I'll we just do watch that? them. They're yep. better. <laughs> why do and we do that to ourselves? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's certainly inhibits you from yeah. trying anything from getting better at anything. I, I'm never going to be the best at any of this stuff. Not even perfect. Like I'm not even, I don't even think I'm the best well, software developer. And what is, <laughs> but, but do the I need best, to be, right? right? Yeah. What, what is be? the best? Yeah. Right. Everybody's definition is different and everybody has their, their strengths and their weaknesses. And it's just, I think you answered that question really well, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that we all need other people. And like you said, if we were all perfect, then what the heck are we doing here? It's a exactly. journey to try to figure out what we're supposed to be doing and what we thrive in and all that sort of, you know, right. crazy life stuff. Well, I think and, you guys are hitting it right. Like I, I think, I think the perfection comes in um, looping in those other people because you, we do need people, we do need others. And, and uh, so I think that's, that's the perfection we're seeking is there is in, mm-hmm. in the relationships and the people around us. So it is, I mean, our, our podcast is imperfect, you know, for sure. I can hear the snowplow going up and down the <laughs> Hear a low hum what that is and here I am recording on this phone and you know Kennedy and I I don't know how many episodes we are in now but we're still pretty fresh at this so I'm sure you could tell when we get started but um you know we've had the discussion of oh, this is so much work do we care you know d- just for a minute even like are we doing the right thing should we I could yeah. use that time somewhere else but I'll tell you what we've had half a dozen to 10 people reach out to us at different points along our show's journey and say like, I'm so glad, thank you for doing that show on that. I never looked at it that way. Or somebody else reached out and said like, I've really been struggling and you know, it gives me something to look forward to every week. And Mm -hmm. it just looks like that. There's been a number of different people that were like, well, we kind of have to keep doing it now. Right. Like, but then That's you gotta amazing. think but you gotta think too, there's people who don't reach out like that as well. So how exactly. much of an impact do you have? You will never know. So it's exactly. the same with your animation. Like you don't know the actual impact you have on people. It's I mean, you got um awarded for the film festival and things like that. Like and I'm sure that was a shock to you at first. It won. Me? Like what? Oh, it won. <laughs> yeah, see, and see, that's just like oh me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, really? I just draw cartoons. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um. And you've had a lot of outreach too, Kent. Like you said, when we were on the mission trip, and you connected with kids through your art, and that mm. you know, and you connect with people on the weeks that you play on the the worship team at church, and you've been able to use that, yeah, to mm-hmm. to put it to some good too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, Kent, we wanted to also just give you the opportunity to 
let anyone know that's interested where they can find you, where the coffee cafe is so that they can go watch it, um, where they can find your books if uh, they're still like if they're being sold, things like that. Still being sold. So you can find nearly all that stuff on codepoetmedia.com. And uh, uh, there's an issue with the security key. So some browsers are going give, to give you a little warning. Um, but uh, I promise there's no bad scripts in there. So <laughs> codepoetmedia.com. But you can find us on YouTube. Uh, just uh, we're at codepoetmedia. And then Facebook, we're codepoetmedia there too. And Instagram, we're codepoet.media. So somebody, uh, somebody stole it. Eh? The, the, yeah. <laughs> and um, if people just do a general search on YouTube, uh, I think I've done that as well. And it seems yeah. to pop up as well. You can so. find us. You can yeah. find us. Search yeah, for Code Poet Media. You should find it. And uh, yeah, the books are available on Amazon.ca. And uh, just search for Kent Bulmer and all those books will show up. Really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kent, for taking the time to chat with us today. We really appreciate it. And uh, obviously, we all three of us had our own little connections on the side, but we think what you're doing is really cool and really plays into our message of just doing what you love to do because you love to do it. And that that's the reward in itself. And uh, it shouldn't matter what people think of you and if it's imperfect at first. So. We, uh, we really appreciate you taking the time today and also uh, your cooperation and patience with our technological issues that we spared everyone else with. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. The, the technological difficulties have not been fun, but speaking with you <laughs> has been fun. Yeah. There's so, at least one perk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Ken. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast@outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.